0: Let your glory come and let your glory fall. seated
1: and come before our Lord with our tithes and our offerings. Steve, would you like to read for us? While many people may believe the hymn in the garden refers to the garden of Eden in Genesis, it actually stems from John 20, 10 to 18, where Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene after his resurrection. Verse 1 describes Mary coming to the tomb early in the morning, verse 2 is Mary's response to Jesus' voice speaking to her, and verse 3 is Mary's desire to stay there with Jesus. The words and music were written by Steve Austin Miles in 1912. Heavenly Father, we thank you that as Jesus exposed himself to Mary as being the resurrected Lord and how it gripped her, how she couldn't believe it. So Lord, we give you thanks and praise for sharing with us that you are the risen Lord, conquering King, and that Lord Jesus, because you rose, we shall live also. We thank you for such a great, outstanding gift in our lives, and I praise you, Lord, for these folks who have been touched by that And I want to give back and give thanks for all that you have given us. Please receive these gifts as these folks give them from their heart. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: He speaks and the sound of his voice is so sweet, the birds hush their singing, and the melody that he gave. (laughs) Oh <laughs>
1: patiently for the Lord. And he inclined to me and heard my cry, such as the answers to our prayers from our great God. Let's come before him in prayer. Heavenly Father, today we come to you and are so grateful for the many blessings that you brought into our lives. We thank you, God, for being a great God that loved us before the foundation of the world, and gave us Jesus Christ, who saved us and moved in our hearts. And Father, we are so ever grateful for our salvation. We're so forever grateful for being born in a wonderful nation. We're so grateful, Lord, for health and for the many blessings, for roofs and houses and warmth and air conditioning, rain and sunshine, all these blessings that you just provide for us day in and day out. Most of the time, the world does not even recognize, but we do, Lord, and we are so grateful for your abounding love and steadfast mercy. We pray you especially today, Lord, for this station, and we're so grateful for it and for the many freedoms that we have, and how you have cared for it all these years. We pray for the decisions that are being made, um, for the executive branch, and for the Congress, and for The judicial branches, Lord, that um, you give them wisdom, Lord, as they go about doing the business of this nation. We pray for our world, Lord, and we pray for our nation, too, to be reached with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Help us to be a part of that, Lord. We pray also, too, Lord, we give you thanks for the COVID numbers that are finally declining, the death rates, the hospitalizations, the ICU units, all these things that are looks so wonderful to us, Lord, and we're just so grateful. We praise you also, too, for the uh, wonderful things that we have that are instruments to help us in them, whether it's a a respirator or for um, the the COVID vaccination, Lord, we just give you praise. We pray for those in our congregation are still suffering. I pray for Everett and his wife, Sharon. I pray for Sharon, who's now been moved to a, a room that's uh, not in the ward, and we give you praise that you will continue to breathe better and gain victory. We pray also, too, for uh, Anne and for Lucille and for Mary and for Joyce and for those, Scott, and for others, Lord, who are held back uh, because, and Dean because of their uh, condition. We pray for Keith and his mother, uh, who's come through it also. We think of the Wonka family, Lord, especially our brother Frank and his health condition, so fragile, continue to bless him with health and strength. We pray also, too, for Betty and Howard, who are gaining victory over their cancers, Lord. We pray also, too, for Dean Murphy and for um, others, Lord, that um, are quarantined still. Um, in their nursing homes, Lord. And now we give you praise that that's starting to open up. We're excited about that. We're thankful too, Lord, that people can start getting out again and uh, ministering to one another. We Pray also to some of the hotbeds in our world that are flaring up and for the persecution of Christians throughout the world, Lord, that you'll be with them also. We pray also to Father God, I wanna thank you for bringing me through my surgery this week and for the healing that you're continuing to do. I pray also too, Father, um, for those who we know that are battling addictions right now and are in the thick of it. I think of Ryan and Jordan and David and Brady and Eric and Ricky, all these who battle, Lord, and who are having difficulties uh, conquering that demon. I just pray, Father, that you'll release them and that you'll give them new life in you, Christ, and they will look to you for strength. I give you praise and thanksgiving for my uh, uh, cousin's son, uh, young Tommy Jr. who's pastor of a church, Lord, and praise you, Lord, that he's continuing to do better and better every day. I pray for his healing and that he can get back into the pulpit. I thank you for the strides that his dad is making too in inner city Patterson where many people are being fed and are given living spaces in a community that's very depressed and, and needs a Lord Christ. I pray also too for the Davis family and their loss. I pray also for the Brown family uh, and others, Lord, that we know who have lost loved ones in these times. And Father, we, I lift up a special friend to you too, Lord, who's going through a difficult time in his life and in his career, Lord. I just pray that you'll give him victory And that you'll exonerate him, Lord Jesus. And I pray for others, Lord, that we know about, Father, that have difficulties in life. Hear our prayer, Lord, as we lift them up by name. You know their situation. And now, Father, I pray for my brother, Jamal, as he comes up and shares with us the great word that you've given to him, Lord. Anoint him, Father. Uh, Lord, I thank you too, Lord, for His experiences in life and for His help. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to invite uh, Jamal Watson as our pastor this morning for preaching. Jamal graduated from Moore State. He also graduated from uh, Gordon Conwell a Theological Seminary up in Massachusetts. Uh, Gordon has been working as a helping church plant down in South uh, East Wichita and is also Lord is uh, using him right now in ministry. Um, I wanna welcome Jamal as a friend. He's been also the chaplain for our school, Faith Academy, and we're really blessed to have him with us this morning to cover for me. Jamal, please come and share with us your word.
2: Good morning, excited to be back with Harvest today let's pray one more time father i thank you for this word may the entrance of your word give light and help to all of our flesh father i pray that it would not be me but that lord that you would speak through me as you share from your word today in jesus name amen we're going to be sharing from the word of the lord in the book of matthew matthew chapter number seven verse number 24 through 27 Who built his house on the sand and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. I want to minister this morning from a subject and topic, a secure, a secure foundation. Uh, this has been a, an eventful set of years. If anyone has lived through 2020 like I have lived through 2020, every seems like everything that could be shaken has been shaken. Life indeed is filled with ever-changing events. It is filled with moments of great sorrow, moments of great joy, moments of great triumph and tragedy. Every time that seemingly we get a handle on life, Other things happen, yet in the midst of everything being shaken that can be, there's a truth that we can hold on to, that God has not changed, that he is consistent, he is faithful, and he is true. We find ourselves in Matthew chapter 7 in the middle of Jesus' teaching to his disciples and to those who are gathered around him. We find him teaching his disciples and indeed teaching us principles on how to live life even in ever-changing circumstances. I'm so grateful that Jesus is a master teacher and he knows how to give us not only information, not even just inspiration, but he gives us nuggets of wisdom that we may live this life well. And so we see here in Matthew chapter number 7, verse 24, we see him giving us a recipe, a blueprint for what it looks like to be a person that can endure the situations and the weathers of life. Whether things are good or whether things are bad, we find in these scriptures something that we can hold on to as an anchor. Matthew 7, 24 says it like this. says, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. I think it's vitally important that we pause here and look at this. Not only is it the person that hears the words of jesus it's not just simply enough for us to hear what the lord says it's not just simply enough for us to know in our mind or even in our heart the things that god has spoken through his word the holy bible but it it goes beyond just our hearing into our doing it goes beyond just us knowing what god has spoken to us through his word into living in action what we have heard from on high. He says, everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. And now this is not just our physical dwelling, this is our life, this is our legacy, this is the thing that we will leave behind even when we are gone. He says, if you want to be a wise person, follow through with my commandments. Indeed, God is the God of all wisdom. He is the one who, all truth is his truth and the one who created us uh, in love and desires to have a relationship with us. And he says, I want you to understand that I don't want you just to hear what I say. I want you to live out what I have spoken in your everyday life. And if you will do that, you will build your house on the rock. Now, this is not just a piece of granite. This is not just a piece of marble. This is the revelation of Christ's kingdom. This is the rock. This is the fact that Jesus is our Lord and he is our savior. He is our keeper and he is our sustainer. He is the one who has designed us and he is the one who can defend us. He is the one who is our source and the one who can sustain us. He said, the one who hears my word and does it, who obeys me is wise because the rains will come. He says it further that the rains fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall. Jesus doesn't promise us comfort and ease. He doesn't promise us the fact that we won't have pain and suffering. No, he promises us that he will be with us. He promises that he will be our guide and he will be the thing that when everything else falls apart, that we can stand not only on our own strength, not on our own ability, not on our own income, not our own our own intellect. but We can stand not on anything of our own that is temporary, but we can stand on the rock, which is Christ Jesus. And so when life happens, not if, but when life happens, when the rains fall and the floods come and the winds blow and they beat upon our house, they beat upon our lives... We will not fall. We may be shook, but we won't fall down because we have been founded on a secure foundation, which is the rock of Christ Jesus. He gives us a converse here, and he says, everyone who hears these words of mine, And does not do them. Notice what he doesn't say. He doesn't say, everyone who doesn't hear these words. He's not talking to people who are ignorant of what God says. He talks to people who know what God has spoken, but chooses not to live according to his word. This is indeed a challenge to us today to not only just hear the words of the lord not only to read the scripture which is good not only to read the things that he has spoken which is well but to live out everything by his spirit to live out everything that he has commanded us he said everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who builds his house on sand Indeed, the house can be grand and glorious, but its foundation is often tested in turbulence. He says, those who build their house on sand, those who hear what I say but don't do what I say, is like a foolish person who builds their house on sand. And the rains come, and the and the floods come, and the wind blows and beats against that house, and, and it fell, and great was the fall of it oftentimes we build our lives in things that are temporary and we find out in times of testing how sound our lives are but thanks be unto god that we can find a secure and firm foundation in jesus that he is our cornerstone, he is the rock in which we stand, and we can build our hopes on things that are eternal. We can build our hopes on things that are beyond us, beyond our own abilities, beyond our own comforts, beyond our own concepts, and we can find ourselves in Christ Jesus, that when the winds come, and they will come, when the waves come, When when the things happen in life that seem to take us by surprise, there is nothing that takes our God by surprise. He is Alpha Omega, beginning and the end. There's nothing that he can't do. And we find that even in all of the ever-changing events of life, we find peace and safety not in us, but in him who is our salvation who is our hope, who is our guide. I love the hymn that is based upon, I believe that is based upon these verses, that my my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other hope is indeed sinking sand. Our source, our security, our safety is not in anything other than the God eternal, everlasting, and omnipotent. The one who was and is and is to come. He, he is the one that we can know for sure that our house can be built on. And when the winds come and when the waves come, we know that we have a secure foundation that is not based on anything else. But Jesus and his righteousness. That we know him to be God, the same God who created us, who designed us, who redeems us, is the same God in whom we can lean on. I love the old scripture in the Psalms that says, When my heart is overwhelmed, Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Allow me to lean on, take comfort in, find strength in the God of my salvation, the one who is and is to come. That we find a secure foundation, not in anything other than Jesus. That this same Jesus who was born to die so that we would be born again is the same Jesus that we can build our lives upon want to share with you Psalm 18:1 through6 really quickly. This is a psalm uh, that I, I found very, very comforting that David sung this song to, to the Lord as he was being uh, persecuted by Saul, and he sung this song to the Lord, knowing that everything else in his life had changed, but that God had not. Psalm 18:1 through6 says, "I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my solid rock." my fortress, my rescuer. My God is my rock. I take refuge in him. He's my shield, my salvation strength, my place of safety. Because he is praiseworthy, I cried out to the Lord and I was saved from my enemies. Death's cords were wrapped around me. Rivers of wickedness terrified me. The cords of the grave surrounded me. Death's trap held me tight. Yet in my distress, I cried out to the Lord. I called to my God for help. God heard my voice from his temple. I called to him for help. And my call reached his ears. Beloved, I want you to know that we are... God's children that have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus, and that no matter what happens in life, no matter the weather, whether things are good or whether things are bad, whether things are happy or sad, that the Lord is our rock. He is our steady, firm, and secure foundation that gives us the ability to live life in all of its facets, knowing that he is our source and our sustainer, the one that gives us strength no matter what we go through, that in him we can find a sure and certain foundation, that there's nobody like him, that we can praise him because he is worthy of trust and honor and glory because he is indeed our rock, a secure foundation. Father, we thank you for your grace and your kindness. Thank you for your love Thank you for your tender mercy. Lord, I pray that this word will go deep down in our hearts, that we would not just be hearers of your word, but doers, and that we would rest our hope in the one who is eternal, the one that no matter what we go through, we can find safety and security in our firm foundation, that we may build our lives, build our legacies, build everything that we do upon this one truth that you are consistent and firm and God all by yourself, that you are true and faithful and loving and a guide to us even when we don't know where we're going. Thank you that you are a light and a lamp to our feet. You are a help to all of our flesh. You are the God who is and was and is to come. And we thank you for being a sure and certain foundation Thank you for being our rock in whom we can stand. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Jesus assured us of our wonderful hope that we have in him as he laid out the Lord's Supper in which he told, this is due in remembrance of me. Therefore, as we remember Christ, we remember him in three ways. One, that he gave us a new and eternal covenant of uh, eternal life of reconciliation with God. The second, that we have a communion with a real Christ who is with us every day, as we walk through the trials and tribulations of life that our brother here shared with us today. And then we come with a hope, a future hope, a hope that tomorrow we know who holds the future, Jesus Christ. And in doing so, we share that together. So at this moment, I'd like everyone to stand please, and we can share in our belief in that in the Apostles' Creed. And let's together share with that. I believe in God the Father Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He ascended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father mighty. Whence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. The Lord Jesus, the night in which he was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take and eat. This is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. In remembrance of the body of Jesus Christ that has been broken for us In like manner also Jesus took the cup, when they had supped, he said, "This cup is the new testament in my blood; this you as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me." of the Lord's blood and washed away the sin of the world. Father in heaven, what a precious gift. As Paul described, it's the indescribable gift that you've given to us that have forgiven all our sins, you've adopted us as your children and brought us into your family. Oh God, we just give you praise and glory and honor for such a privilege to be called your child. It's this we give you thanks and remember today. In Jesus' name, amen. We give thanks to God in Psalm 103, where it says to us, Praise the Lord, O my soul, and all my innermost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all my sins, who heals all my diseases, redeems my life from the pit and crowns us with his love and compassion, who satisfies our desires with good things so that our youth is renewed like that of the eagles. The Lord's works are righteous and justice for all the oppressed. Let's stand together as we leave here with the benediction and we sing peace with wonderful peace. And now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, your Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be
0: with you now and forever. Amen.